0: Welcome to the Bookshelf at the End of the Universe! Uh, sorry we didn't get to record last week. We sort of got caught up in a whole bunch of stuff. Um, But now we're back. And we are... Uh, oh, I didn't introduce you. Sorry. Uh, I am your host, Elliot. And on the other microphone is my dad, Cody.
1: Hello. Yes, sometimes we just need a break. It's fine. Yeah. We've done ten... 10- episodes well more than 10 but 10 since we started putting stuff out and trying to stick to our schedule so yeah yeah, sometimes you just need a break it's no problem
0: yeah so uh just a quick question uh have you been reading anything interesting
1: uh i'm reading some stuff for my other podcast and then i actually i picked up lord of the rings the other day because i just wanted something familiar to read yeah and that's kind of my go-to when i'm just wanting it's like comfort food of a book. Yeah. If that makes sense. So I've just been going through my that fancy hardcover that I bought a few years ago. Yeah. Finishing that up and I read the part where um Sam and Frodo and Gollum were uh working traveling towards Mount Doom and they were kind of it was that chapter where they were questioning whether Gollum had ill intent and you know whether they should trust him or not. Boy, it, you
0: picked it up a while back, like a week ago or like a like day? Like two days ago. And you're already in like... No,
1: I've been to- reading periodically. I just like pick up and read a chapter oh, okay. here and there. So uh-huh.
0: so uh, just really fast, you might want to turn your gamer brain and your reader brain on because this book, Dragon Ops that we are talking about, has a lot to do with gaming. Okay. Like, a lot. Um,
1: my gamer brain hasn't been on for a while. I've yeah. been reading a lot, so I have not had my gamer brain on, but my gamer brain will turn on for sure next week when Zelda comes out.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna probably play that with you.
1: Mm-hmm. You're going to have to fight me for it.
0: No, it's mine. My pleasure. <laughs> so
1: tell me about Dragon Ops.
0: It was written by Mari Mancusi and published in May 12th of uh, 2020.
1: Okay, so a pretty recent book.
0: But you know what May 12th is? Uh,
1: I know that this year, that's the day that Zelda comes out.
0: Yeah. So her her third anniversary for this book is on Tears of the Kingdom release.
1: Well, maybe she'll celebrate by playing some Tears of the Kingdom.
0: I think she likes Zelda, actually, because she mentions it in here.
1: Well then yeah, she probably likes it.
0: It was published by Little Brown Publishing, who okay. also published The Inheritance Games.
1: Okay, cool.
0: So, um I'd say it fall under the sci fi category and I'll sort of mention why when we get to the plot. Okay. Um, and just some content warnings, it has uh some moderate language, like maybe it's only said like three times, some violence, and then a lot of potty humor. Okay. Like, there's a whole golden piece of poop thing.
1: Gross. It reminds me of the clock seeds.
0: Too.
1: Yeah, it took me a while to figure that out, but okay. Um,
0: Just a little bit about the author. Yes,
1: tell us about... Mari
0: Mancusi is B- a... Mari Mancusi. F- yes, Can Mari you- Mancusi is a former Emmy Award winning and author of more than two dozen sci-fi fantasy books for kids, teens, and adults. Her best-selling series have been chosen by the American Librarian Association as quick picks for reluctant readers, and she lives in Austin, Texas.
1: Right up the road from us.
0: Yeah. Maybe like three hours.
1: So, um, that's interesting that she won an Emmy. Do you know what Emmys are for?
0: Uh, Isn't it for screenwriting? F- f-
1: yes, but specifically it's for TV. So, I'm curious what um, TV shows? what TV shows she worked on. Imagine you're won. pulling
0: it up on wiki.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't have anything as far as what she wrote. Oh, well, I'll look into it later. Yeah. That's cool.
0: Uh, So for some reason, it hasn't won any awards. I think it does deserve a couple awards. It was that good? Yeah. Um, but it is part one in a series, and part two came out a while back. So I think it came out in like 2022 or 2023.
1: The second book? Yeah. Okay. Have you read it?
0: No, but I have it, and I'm going to read that. Maybe maybe in the summer, actually. Okay. Um. So I'm just going to give a quick summary. Ian, a total gamer, his sister Lily who gave up on gaming, and their two cool-for-gaming cousin Derek, get invites to Dragon Ops, the first augmented reality theme park. Suddenly, a rogue dragon named a rogue AI dragon named Atreus suddenly kidnaps Derek, and they had to go on an epic quest to save Derek. And they meet Ikumi, who it may or may not be an NPC or a real person. Okay. Um, and you sort of find that out near the end of the book. And I'm not gonna right off the bat. I'm not gonna give off.
1: We'll talk story. about that later.
0: Yeah. Although you haven't read it, so uh, no. you, you probably aren't going to read it soon.
1: I not anytime soon. Probably I have a lot on my plate, on my reading plate right now. Yeah. So, um, do you do you know what augmented reality is?
0: I think it's where, like it's like virtual reality, but things pop up more.
1: It's more immersive, kind of than uh virtual reality. So augmented reality is more akin to. It's close. It's closer in relation to what it, what's called an alternate reality game, where it it blends into the real world, where it it's basically blurring the line more between what is and isn't real. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good example of that. Like viral marketing can be a good example of what that about, sometimes.
0: SWAT online also used augmented reality.
1: Right. So it's basically it's it's blurring the line more between. What is and isn't real with virtual reality, you know, you're putting on, you know, a, a, like the goggles or whatever, and you have the controllers in your hands. Yeah. So you there's that you can still separate real from not real. But with augmented reality or alternate reality games, it's blending it into the world in such a way that it's harder to discern when and when it is and is not real.
0: Apparently, there's like augmented reality comic books. I believe. Well, like you just scan a QR code and then like the characters would pop up like if you scanned like a Spider-Man comic like i guess the like Spider-Man would pop up slinging webs from buildings and
1: just, okay that's pretty cool yeah. so like a good example i can think of is there was a, there's a band that i'm a really big fan of that did an alternate reality game for one of their albums and what they were doing was they were placing all these little things like they would hide USB sticks at their shows that had songs that had not been released yet and on the tour shorts before the album came out, they had uh like coded messages hidden in the in the tour date listings on the back of the shirt. And all these little things that made it feel like the the fake world of the of the album that they were putting out was part of the real world that we were living in. So it was this really cool
0: What band was it? Nine Inch Nails. Ah, oh, okay.
1: So that was a really cool way of, of doing that, and it was a really interesting experience. Um, did you so, get one
0: of those USB sticks? No,
1: I, was, I did not. But I don't want to get off in the woods yeah. too far. So with augmented reality, what it's basically doing is like at, at this, you said it was an amusement park, right? Yes. So I'm sure there's different like tools and technology that they're using to make yeah. it feel more immersive while people are on the ride.
0: And it's based off of a fictional video game called Fields of Fantasy.
1: Okay. So in the book, the theme park is based on a on a video game that only exists in the book. Yes. That's what you're okay. Tell us about the characters.
0: So, uh like I said, Ian is like a total gamer. He he really likes retro games. He doesn't really like new games. And I'm sure you sort of fa- feel that way too since you were like around when retro games are, were around.
1: Yeah, but I still appreciate the new games and I like yeah. a lot of the new games. Does it does do they mention specific
0: Yeah, games? like they mentioned Super Mario Bros 3. Uh, they mentioned the original Legend of Zelda, the original Mario Bros. That's cool. Yeah, and apparently the person, apparently Mario Man likes Final Fantasy.
1: Yeah, you told me about that earlier. So yeah. uh, back to the characters. So there's Ian,
0: the total gamer, and then right. Lily, who gave up on gaming after her uh, online boyfriend dumped her. Okay. Um. And then there's Derek, one of those too cool for gaming people.
1: I don't know why anyone thinks they're too cool for gaming. I think there's games for everyone, just like there's books for everyone. I mean, but that sounds like a good character. though. I mean,
0: there's one game that's not for everybody, and that's, um, and that's pong.
1: Lots of games that maybe aren't for everybody. Um, okay, so you have this kind of disparate group of friends who have different well, they interests, n- not friends. I'm sorry, not friends, relatives. characters, relatives.
0: Because um, Lily and Ian.
1: And so what draws sisters. them together to to go to the theme park?
0: Their uncle gets them tickets. Okay. And their mom is off on a business trip. I don't know what happened to dad. So
1: it's a family family expedition, basically. Yes. Because uncle's babysitting. Yes. Okay.
0: I think uncle's babysitting are pretty cool.
1: You have some cool uncles, so. I mean, I, you
0: c- you can basically tell them anything and they'll believe it.
1: Wow.
0: Like like you could say, my dad lets me have uh, Cheerios and root beer for for breakfast.
1: I I don't think your uncles are that gullible. So uh okay, so tell me about um so they the the uncle gets them together to go to this theme park.
0: Uh huh, and then rogue AI, Atreus, mm-hmm. Dragon sort of takes Derek. By the way, is a Bard.
1: Derek is a bird?
0: Bard. Like bard. Musical.
1: Bard. Yeah. Like okay, so like a musical Yes. What's his what's his axe, as they say? What's uh, his instrument? Harp. Harp. Okay. That's a tough one to look around, but okay. Uh,
0: and apparently he just he just thought the bard just liked the music, but apparently, like, Ian and the lady just laughed at him because like the bard is the most useless character in like, really any RPG game. I
1: disagree with that. Except Bards the- can have a vital role in any game if you know how to play them right.
0: Yeah. Uh, but uh, Derek was like, playing Imagine Dragons on his harp. Mm, I don't like
1: Imagine here nor there uh okay so they go to the, the park now is this um like a really popular theme park like no it's, it's go to just
0: it? before it opened so it's oh, so basically they're, beta testing
1: they're beta testing that's an interesting way to to put it especially given the game all the game references so is this one of those kind of you know like the the they get an invitation from a mysterious person to come check it out or are they just
0: No, their uncle walks. Oh, uh, walk.
1: okay. Okay. So let's talk about the parts of the of the plot that you liked the most. Yes. And there so, and for those of you who have not read this, we may get into some spoilers, so if you don't want to have this spoiled
0: I don't have any spoilers in here. Oh, you don't? No.
1: Well, I might ask a question that spoils something. So if uh-huh. I do, make sure you just mention that. Okay, and I will th-
0: maybe uh maybe when I'm done with this whole thing I'll we'll okay. go into a spoiler thing.
1: So walk me through what happens while they're
0: So like I said, there was there. a golden piece of poop thing that they obtained from killing a dragon who later turns out to be a dragon that shouldn't have been killed.
1: So they made a big ol' oopsie.
0: Yes, and they got a golden piece of poop from it. Okay. They got a Korok seed.
1: They got a big well, that's more of a dragon Korok. Um,
0: and then there was a oh, and then there was some gaming questions in here that I wanted to ask.
1: well, you. we'll get there in a, in a second. I want to yeah. kind of go more over the plot, so the uncle works there, yes, does he know does it seem that he knows that things are gonna go the way they go, or no, it's he- more like a Jurassic Park situation where it's like this is all not supposed to happen this way, yeah, okay,
0: it's like. Oh yeah, we have top-notch security. Oh no, a, a dinosaur came out. Ah, now it's
1: eating people. So, when they does it is it is it a case of like everything starts out the way it should and then starts to fall apart? Yes. Okay. And is is it ever is is it ever like identified what caused everything to go? Uh,
0: yes, but that's near the end.
1: That's near the end. Okay, so we'll get to that
0: later. Um, although uh, once Atreus sort of takes over the game. He messes around with the suits they have on that allows them to feel the game. And, like, let's say, for example, in the game you got badly cut on mm-hmm. your leg, you would feel that cut in real life.
1: Okay, so it's a um, what but happens, it's what happens hap- in the game happens in real life yes, kind of situations. Yes,
0: but before that happened, like, uh, it would just be, like, a little prick, like you were getting a needle.
1: Okay. So would you say... I know you mentioned that this is more, this leans more sci-fi yes. than fantasy. Would you say that it's, are, is it funny at times, oh, or yes. is it more action focused, or like it a combination? Combination. Okay. But
0: most, it leans more on the funny side. It
1: leans. Okay. Um, is I'm trying to think what other. So okay, so well, I guess here's. One thing that comes to mind immediately with these kind of stories is it typically results in um, one or more characters being either, like, eliminated or, or removed from the game. Does that happen here, or does everyone... Somewhat. Okay.
0: It, like, somehow. Uh, so, this is just a very quick, brief spoiler. Okay. But, like I said, Akumi... So it turns out in real life she died, so her dad, the creator of Fields of Fantasy and Dragon Ops, implemented her brain into the computer that has Mm. Dragon Ops, and she's been stuck in there for two years. Okay. So she sacrifices herself, and she actually dies in the game, but then she comes back, and she's allowed to dilly-dally wherever she wants on the web. Okay. That's kind of an interesting way to do that. Um... So yeah, it's, yeah. I'm trying to think of my of of uh,
1: my next question regarding the the plot. So okay, well okay. So going back to, I know you said it's it's it, it's funny. Yes. But there is action.
0: Yes. Would
1: you say the action is um is it like really fast paced action where it's like they're they're running away from things or is it you know more of like a tense kind of. You know, trapped in a room and there's something maybe it's gonna happen, like, or is it like a combination of those?
0: Uh, it's more fast paced, more fast paced, okay. Because like, that makes
1: sense since it's, it's, it's yeah. like a theme park,
0: and I mean, it's also has like one of the, also the endings sort of similar to Jurassic Park, where at the end the theme park shuts down, okay. And just like in Jurassic Park where the theme park shuts down,
1: right? But you do you feel like it? left itself open enough for a sequel obviously knowing that there is yes. a sequel okay and did did the author uh is this a planned like trilogy or is it know. for now just the two
0: probably just for now the two
1: I guess you got to read the second one to find out if it might continue in a third yeah so let's um did you have any like particular scenes yeah. that were that stuck with you?
0: Yeah, they were also stuck with an ice dragon. Ooh. And Lily uh, tried giving him a giant gummy bear as a bribe to let him out. How'd that go? Um, The dragon took the giant gummy bear, wouldn't let him go, and then just ate the gummy bear. That sounds about right. I mean, who wouldn't want to eat the gummy
1: bear? Yeah, right? It's a gummy bear. It's a gummy bear. I love gummy bears. Um, so what do you want to, what did you want to cover next?
0: Uh, the gaming questions. I want to, I want to see how much you know. You're
1: going to test my knowledge on games. Yes. Okay.
0: Um, one of these is Fallout, so you just got to take a quick guess about Fallout.
1: I can, I have watched some footage of Fallout, but it was more of a funny playthrough kind of thing, so.
0: Ah, okay. In the first Super Mario Bros game, what does Mario jump on to complete the level? Flagpole. Correct. In Pac-Man, what are the names of the four ghosts? And I need them an American, or if you know them in the Japanese version.
1: Huey, Louie, Dewey, and Gooey. No. No. I know that, because that's from DuckTales. Yes. Except for Gooey. I made that one up.
0: <laughs> I know they have
1: names. I don't know what their names are.
0: Uh, in America, it is Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. And then in the Japanese, they are Fickle, Chaser, Ambusher, and Stupid.
1: Okay. Interesting names.
0: I feel bad for stupid.
1: Yeah, he probably doesn't know. Yeah. He's fine.
0: In the Legend of Zelda, who gives you your first sword, and what does he say?
1: Uh, it's the old man in the cave. we well, you talking about the first game. It's yes. the old man in the cave, and he says, um, something to the extent of "Take this; it's dangerous out there."
0: Uh, no, he said it's got dangerous
1: the- to go alone, or something like that.
0: Yeah, you got the first part correct. Uh, the second part was "It's dangerous to go alone." Take this.
1: Okay, I had it right. I said it backwards. Yes.
0: In Fallout New Vegas, what vault are you born into?
1: Old Vegas.
0: No, you weren't born into a vault. Oh. oh. Yeah. Uh, kids, Fallout was not for you. I've never played it either.
1: No, it's not a kids' game.
0: Um, I did pretty good. Yeah. I got—I missed yeah.
1: one question, two questions. Yeah. Out of five, I got a sixty. That's not terrible. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then there was a quote that I really liked that Lily said, which was, uh, from page eleven of my copy. What kind of electro-radiation does this headgear give off? I don't want to start high school with brain cancer.
1: So that goes back, I think, to... There was a long-running rumor when cell phones first started getting popular that cell phones emitted radiation and were causing people to have tumors and, and get cancer and stuff like that. Never proven. In fact, it's been proven almost quite the opposite. Um, But... I I can I see where she's getting it that joke so
0: yeah um and then I sort of thought it would work better as a movie because with a TV show you would have the problem of it being too lengthy and then with the movie you'd get it just the right you might have to cut one scene out but that one scene probably doesn't do much to the gameplay
1: okay um animated or live action.
0: Uh, live action would be too hard, so I'd say animated.
1: Okay. I mean, they can do a lot with live yeah, action. Yeah, because,
0: like, live action, you'd have to get the right blend of CGI and computer stuff. And then you'd have to, like, get all the actors dressed up in the right outfit. And yeah, that's
1: part of the movie-making process, so...
0: Oh, yeah. Um, and then some books I thought were sort of similar was Ready Player One and then mm-hmm. Sword Art Online. Okay. Ready Player One, for sure, because that has... Dragon Ops is sort of a kid-friendly version.
1: Yeah, I remember Ready you telling me that while you were reading it. Yeah. So, and that's it. That's an interesting connection because doesn't Ernest Klein, the guy who wrote Ready Player One, he lives in Austin too, right? Yeah. So maybe they know each other. Who knows?
0: Yeah, maybe they. Maybe like uh, Mari just goes over to Ernest Klein's house, knocks on the door, like, "Hey, can I play some Atari games with you, or maybe some NES games?" He's like, "Sure, whatever."
1: So. Would you want to go to the theme park that's in the book? No. No, that was a quick no. Even if everything was working right. Yes. Yes, you would want to go, or no, you. If
0: everything was working right, I would want to. Okay. If nothing was working right, then it's a repeat of Jurassic Park.
1: I mean that's not wrong, but I guess you also wouldn't have any way of knowing. It's not like they're going to sell tickets, and be like, "Hey, today's the day it's going to go bad." So.
0: Yeah. Um. And also. Apparently, when Atreus took over it, he fidaddled with the settings that, you die in the game, you die in real life. That's why I put so, Sword Art Online on the list.
1: Does that, I know sometimes with books that, that have, not necessarily planned sequels, but sometimes when they get published, like when the paperback comes out and the sequel's already been published, they put like the first chapter in the back of the book. Does, does this have any? Yes. Did you read the first chapter of the next one?
0: Uh, I read like the prologue of it.
1: Okay. Does it? seem interesting does it seem?
0: yeah yeah because i have the second one well i know you have the
1: second one and i
0: like the first one so I right
1: does it so does the second one pick up right after the events of the first one or does it is it like a good chunk of time after
0: i think it's like a good chunk of time
1: it doesn't say in the prologue
0: yeah like no the prologue is like a chat room like a discord chat room Uh, okay okay it's like sort of like Here's what happened. Uh, Like, it's like some conspiracy theory group about what happened at that uh, area.
1: So maybe the next book deals with, like, another group going to see if...
0: Actually, the second one deals with them going to another island, and this time it's dragons and robots.
1: Interesting combination.
0: So it's sort of like Jurassic Park... Robot dragons. It's It's like Jurassic Park The Lost World, where, like... Maybe like a lengthy amount of time afterwards, and then, oh, here's another island with dinosaurs on it. Let's all go there. Right.
1: This time, we got it right.
0: Well, actually, we Lost World was the dinosaurs that uh, either survived from Isla Nublar or just survived the meteor crash.
1: No, I think it's that they survived from the park. I think if so. If I remember correctly. I don't... It's been a minute since I've read Lost World. It's been a minute since I've read Jurassic Park.
0: This time, it's all safe. We guarantee right? it. Oh, no. a robots. Di- oh, no. A dinosaur bit my arm off.
1: All right, so what's next on your episode reading list? Holes by Holes.
0: Louis Sachar.
1: Okay, now that's one I read a long time ago, and I loved it when I read it. Um, this is you read it for school, correct? Yes, and I now haven't finished it. School. Right, but you re- re- You started it over to yes. reread for the show, so that's how much you liked it. Yes, Louis Sachar has written some really cool stuff. I read some of the. I'm trying to remember which one I read. Other than Holes,
0: was it the sequel to Holes?
1: No, I didn't read. I never read the sequel. Let me look it up real quick and see. Because I read a different one of his books. I may have even read more. Um, hold on, I'm looking them up. I want to say I read some of the Wayside School stuff. Um, let's see. Right now, I definitely read at least two of the Wayside School books because those titles sound really familiar.
0: Cody is taking a trip down memory lane.
1: Holes, I read... Okay, Holes came out in 98, so I must have read it around then in middle school.
0: Huh. No, uh, Pokemon came out in 98, didn't it? Anyone in high Holes school. Holes came
1: and- out in 98. I started high school in 99. Oh. Thanks for making me show my age. Um, well, yeah, I-, I think the other, only other ones I read were the Wayside School sideways stories from wayside school wayside schools falling down oh i've read sideways arithmetic from wayside school too so i read the first three i probably read the fourth one too because that came out when i was in fourth grade yeah the wayside school books are really cool
0: what was it about
1: um so the school it's it's basically about this bizarre school that was supposed to be built like a normal school Uh but the guy who built it Read the blueprints wrong and built it sideways, so it's like a skyscraper that's laying down.
0: Oh, that's weird. Yeah,
1: and so it's basically just like all these, just things that happen at the school, um supernatural stuff and stuff. It's kind of what got I, I read those because I was really into like Goosebumps and and you know the the sci fi fantasy stuff. So it was yeah. like a good bridge. um Just imagine to going
0: to that school like. Okay, honey, time to go to Wayside. Mom, why is it turned over like it's right. laying down? Did it fall or something?
1: So if you like Holes, I would I would recommend check out some of the, the Wayside books. I'm sure the library has them.
0: Yeah. Are they long?
1: I don't think so. Probably not any longer than Holes was. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've read yeah.
0: them. Do you want to read Holes with me?
1: I might. I don't know. It's going to depend. Uh-huh. Mama might read it with you too. I don't know. I have a lot of my reading plate, so. Yeah um all right so holes is next and um i think no what this is this is may was this yes. poetry month no last, was that last was month so we missed that Not, what is last this month, month which i don't know we'll have to figure that out because i think we were gonna try to do one for whatever book theme this month is we'll figure it out we'll put it in the show i notes think may is
0: mother's uh, may is mother's well it's or? mother's
1: day but i don't know that that means we'll figure it out we'll put it in the show notes so check the show notes for uh information on that uh anything before we go? Uh
0: not now, other than uh I don't I feel completely insecure about virtual reality now.
1: I mean, virtual reality is what it is. It's come a long way since the, you know, Game Boy VR that we had. Oh boy. That was not a pleasant. I had a friend that had it and it's not pleasant to look at. Um All yeah, right.
0: But- like, did, you had to stare at it. Like, you had to have your neck craned in You had to basically position. put your
1: eyes into this big old binocular goggle thing. It was, a, it was and, a nightmare. And
0: then it had, like, red and black graphics. Everything was in
1: red and black. So it was just, it was really, really hard on the eyes.
0: Yeah, I think I think they got a, I think Nintendo got a lawsuit for that because some kid got, became blind for that.
1: I mean, that probably wouldn't have been Nintendo's fault. Anyways, uh, all right, so we'll see everyone in a week, two weeks.
0: That is all for today. Uh, Cody, do you want to say anything as like, go goodbye? Since I usually throw a goodbye note.
1: Go to your local library and check out a book. Or two. Or three. But go to your local library. Well, the whole are library. Awesome. Or, yeah. The libraries are awesome. And I think that people need to support them more um, and take advantage of them more. Because it's free books. Who doesn't love free books?
0: Also, here's a quick life hack. Never, ever say Amazon in a bookstore
1: and yeah, just try not to use Amazon if you don't have to that's what i would say libraries are great free books go read have fun we'll see you all in 2 weeks
0: arrivederci